I've stayed up till three, four in the morning researching all of my dreams of what I can make happen, what I could sell, what I could put together, researching recipes, researching how to be vegan and cater to vegan people, how to, you know, be keto and kind of what I can offer to everybody. So that is where my passion is. And I can be up all night long researching that kind of stuff. That way I'm ready and in the game when the time comes. Welcome to the Push Podcast. Why push? Because a nudge is just too friendly. And friend, we're here to help you get your shit together. I'm Eddie. And I'm Janelle. And we're the Copelands. We've got three daughters, two businesses, a mortgage, and lots of responsibilities. So just like you, we're struggling to find that perfect balance of ambitious go-getter hustle while still staying present, loving our kids, and working on our relationship. <laughs> and doing the laundry, going to the grocery store. Oh, and don't forget being mindful. Yeah, mindful all of the stuff. <laughs> So if you're juggling all the things, but you're also trying to get to the next level, guess what? You're in the right place. So get ready to be pushed. Hey guys, welcome back to the Push Podcast. I'm Janelle. And I'm Eddie. And this is episode number 34. Uh, we're 34. Super, oh, okay. Oh, hey, what else do you have to say? <laughs> 34. That's what it's about. Eddie and his jingle. So uh, we're excited about today's episode. Here's why. Um, we've got a lot of stuff to talk to you about, and we've got some special guests. But before we bring them on, I want to kind of set the stage. So there are four people right now that we have categorized, which is ironic because two episodes oh. ago we said not to judge people, but we're judging and categorizing. No, we're not judging. It's not the same. It's I know. Not the I'm same. just saying. We have identified who... <laughs> Very, very specific observations of individuals that are out there that have these characteristics. And it's very interesting. True that. So we want to explore that conversation. So we want to ask you where you're at during this whole pandemic thing, uh, just the state of the world right now, whether you're a business owner, whether you're a mom who's homeschooling, whether you're a dad who's working full time from home now, whatever the heck you are. Um, we think that there are four different categories of people right now. We want to see how you identify and where you fall in these categories. So number one, there are people who are just stuck. Stuck, paralyzed, have no idea what to do, and so they don't do anything. Yeah, right? so kind of stuck in a rut, just yeah, they, like I, the directionless, four, the, the four hopeless D's. maybe. You know the four Ds? Distracted, disoriented, directionless, and disorganized. That's good that you remembered them because if you would have forgot, that would have been I'm bad. Like, Ooh, then I'm really disorganized. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of the distracted ones. <laughs> All right. The next one is there's people who are just hoping and praying that things get back to normal ASAP. Yeah. And I think these are the, the most frustrated people. Mm -hmm, because they, they're you're like, wanting things to just be back to normal Can we just get back to work? Yeah. Right. I want to go back to work. I want my kids to go back to school. And you're annoyed every single single week when, you know, there's a delay or now the kids are not going to go back to right. school or whatever. And you're just searching for normalcy, but not new normalcy, not creating new normalcy, just going back to where you were because it was comfortable. Yeah. And maybe. I think these, these folks are doing some risky things. Like they like just, what? they're ignoring the wearing of the mask. They're, mm. you know, they're just trying to just get back to normal. And with that, they're, they're, they're exercising stupidity. Oh, okay. Well, we'll talk <laughs> that about was that a judgment. later. Sorry about that. So damn judgmental. <laughs> oh, so sorry. Okay. The third segment, uh, third category is people who are pivoting right now. Yeah. So people who are pivoting are like, okay, well, you know what? Things got changed. I had no control of it. Um, these types of people, I, I see so many of them are like, 
kind of coming to grips now with the fact that they didn't even like the job that they lost in the first place. Right. So they're like, okay, well, maybe this is the universe's way of telling me that I need a career change right now. Yeah. And let me just define pivoting because pivoting is important. Pivoting is one, like I'll put this to basketball terms. You'll still get it. Don't worry. It's Don't when talk you have, to me like I'm dumb. <laughs> it's when you have one foot, you have two feet on the ground, but you decide to move one foot while the other foot stays stationary. So you're constantly pivoting and moving, meaning that there is still a foundation. There's still something that stays the same. However, you're changing the direction, keeping your foundation and certain things exactly how they are. But you're making that pivot. I wish you guys could see. I don't know why I feel like your body gestures, the way you're speaking to me is like condescending. I don't know. Anyways, so you're pivoting. So and damn judgmental. Then the next one, <laughs> the next category, fourth category, is those that are innovating. Yeah, they're changing the game. They're right now. We don't know. Something's going to come out of this. Hopefully, lots it's, of great it, things are going to come. Yeah, out hopefully of this. it's one of us, right? <laughs> that comes up with something amazing that changes everything. Well, right? I don't know about you, but I'm coming up with amazing shit every I, day. <laughs> so you need to get on my level, bro. No, but it, I mean, but what you're talking about is is slightly a, a pivot. I'm talking about like revolutionary change like you have like completely did something different right those are the people that decided to start a new business even though they've been working yep. a corporate job forever True. those are the people that have a business and they just radically close that business they start a new one because they see a need and they go oh my god i can i can fulfill that need right now yeah i love that so with that, we want to bring on two very special guests, and these ladies are part of our tribe. They are both business owners, but trust me, if you don't own a business, it's not going to matter because you're going to be super inspired by them and their story. So Andrea Soto is the owner of Cake by Gala Bakery. She's owned this bakery for over 12 years. Uh, she's like an OG, mm. right? She's a bakery owner. She knows what she's doing. She could do it in her sleep. She had a full staff prior to this. And she let her staff go because we're trying to figure out this COVID situation. And then a few months ago, I think it was five months prior to this, her daughter, Brianna Vasquez, decided that she was going to take some of her mom's space and create a coffee business inside of her mom's bakery. And so Brianna and Andrea are both here with us today. Brianna's business yeah. is called Bruja Coffee. So welcome, ladies. We're so glad that you're here. So excited to be here. Thanks for awesome. Having us on. Well, we're inspired by you and there's so much magic that we thought we should share it with everyone. Absolutely. So, based on the categories that we shared right now, those are those people that are stuck, those people that just want to get back to normal, those people that are pivoting, and then the people that are completely changing the game. I know where you land, but where would you say that you land? We'll start with you, Brianna. I'd like to say that I am sort of changing my game, mm -hmm. um, pivoting as well, um, moving with those times um, that we're facing right now, mm -hmm. um, inspired mostly by my mom, a thousand percent. Mm -hmm. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't even really probably be doing any of this. So yeah, I think I'd categorize myself in between changing the game and pivoting. And if I know her at all, she's probably going to start crying based on the <laughs> fact that you just gave her mad love. But That's awesome. Andrea, where would you say that you fall in this category? You know, it's been t a tough ride. So <laughs> I've been in every category. Yep. Every week has been in different category. I have a lot of apologizing to do for certain miracle <laughs> moments. And then other times where I just look at my daughter and think, oh my God, will you just look at what you've created and how mm -hmm. this generation changes that game and go stop being in control because we cannot control this situation. 
And so I would like to say that I've gone through every part of this. One minute I'm a wear princess and the next minute I'm defeated and whether we <laughs> get back to work and, you know, my style, hate my, you know, whatever becomes, it's just yeah. that roller coaster ride that I think we're all on. It is for sure. And I think the reason why you guys are so dynamic and so inspiring to me is because, like I said, you guys, Andrea has been in the game for a while and we talked about you retiring like in the next two years. And then here comes your daughter with all this energy. She's a millennial. She's like, I'm ready to take over. We're pivoting. We're doing this. And you've been so inspired by her, right? I've been so inspired. It's just, it's given me a new perspective on we need to start thinking about how we're doing business today because when we come out of this, we have to implement that into our business quick. Mm-hmm. And if we're not fresh and ready to go with some of the things that we're going to need to innovate, we're going to be behind the eight ball and we're going to be wondering again or just continue down the roller coaster ride. Yeah. So my brain right now is watching her be excited and innovate and, and do business different and saying to me, mom, if we do this, we could have a bigger business or maybe we don't need as many customers in our store daily. Maybe we could supply them this way or maybe we can do these things in a different manner. And I'm thinking, I don't need to retire. Yes. in my business. I can do business differently and I can still enjoy it and not be burnt out. So I'm excited about when we get back and where this is going to take us. I love that. And that's why I wanted you guys to come on because I think that's so inspiring. I mean, even for me, like just to kind of paint a picture for our listeners. So this whole pandemic thing happened. We, we both, all of us closed down our businesses within 24 hours of each other, I think. And then we were like, okay, well, what do we do? Do we take this time to kind of reinvent? Do we go in, organize, clean, like figure things out? And it was changing right by the day, like by the hour. And then I don't think that we lasted being closed for more than four days before we all were like, okay, this is what we're doing, right? (laughs) Right. And it started with Brianna because she said she had told you, and I'm going to let you tell the story, Brianna, but to my knowledge, she said, mom, I had just ordered all this milk. I had ordered all this fresh coffee and it's going to go bad and I've got to sell it and I've got to do something, right? So she had this idea to sell the coffee and do deliveries, no contact porch deliveries. But you guys, the thing was, she sells coffee all the time. They're like $6 cups of coffee, right? And she said, but I'm going to sell it by the liter and I'm going to charge freaking $30 for it. And her mom was like, um, yeah, nobody wants a liter of coffee. <laughs> and she was like, I don't care. I'm going to keep it simple. This is what I'm selling. Yeah. It's going to be an orchata latte and I'm going to sell it by the liter. And you freaking sold out. And what's crazy is we've talked, talked about this before. Either you're solving a problem or you're creating a problem. You basically created a problem. Yeah. Now everybody's going to want a liter of, of, yeah. of now coffee. Now she's got half gallons. A half gallon. Part Part of me wants I, to not let Starbucks hear this because then they're going to try to get in the game, but it's not, they can't even compete because yeah. like you started this. Yeah. Yeah. So Brianna, tell us about that first weekend. You had this innovative idea. You were kind of back against the wall and we had chatted about this. I was so proud that when your back's against the wall, you get innovative, you become resilient, right? You learn so much about yourself. Tell everybody what happened the first weekend. So The weekend before we closed down, I remember that the Square dashboard had an online store app where you can go in and um, create 
an online store. So I went in, I played around with it. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what it offered. I didn't know if I had to be like a boutique or something that ships. I didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I found that they did have pickup and delivery options, like uh, curbside pickup and delivery. I kind of customi- customized it to my liking and then kind of kept it on hold. So I worked on it like probably a whole day. Uh, and then I guess it was a um, Tuesday um, was our last day of work. So it was like the 17th or something. Um, and after that day, we just were sick to our stomachs. We didn't want to work anymore. We didn't feel safe. We felt that it was not in anybody's interest to stay open. And especially after talking to Janelle and hearing how she shut down her store, um, my mom and I kind of looked at each other and was like, we got to like, just stop. Like, we don't know mm-hmm. if we're getting infected. We don't know who's, you know, coming into the store. Let's just yeah. stop yeah. everything. Um, so we kind of took a couple of days and the online store was on my mind. And I told her a few days in because we were bored. We had cleaned the house a thousand times. We had cooked everything that we could cook. Um, we had all the junk food that we needed. And I was like, okay, I'm over it. It's been a few days. Let's figure out what's next. And we kind of had happened to be on the same page about that at the right time. So I showed mm-hmm. her the online store. I said, look, I can put all these things on. People can deliver and we can just band together and make deliveries one time a week. Let's just try. Mm-hmm. So we put a limited menu up. I literally put my most popular drink in a liter size and you put on cinnamon rolls and cinnamon twists, your most popular morning pastries. And we just figured whoever wants it, wants it. And we sold mm-hmm. out within a few hours, two hours, two hours. It was when they out. say sold out, you guys, <laughs> they're being very modest. How much <laughs> money did you generate in two hours? Like 5000 the first yeah. week? Five or so 5, that's a lot of 30 liter, $30 liters and cinnamon rolls and pastries and stuff, right? There are bakery owners and business owners that are listening that don't do $5,000 in a week, let alone you created an online store using Square and you didn't know what you were doing. And then in two hours, you were like, this is all we got. We're just <laughs> going to work with this. Let's see what happens. So to me, if you're listening, the let's see what happens attitude of just shipping something out imperfectly earned them $5,000. Yeah. And can I just, I, I want to ask this because I heard a lot of things in that. I heard you were very flexible. Mm-hmm. You agile with no saying, okay, no expectations. I'm just going to put it out and just see what happens. What made you make it a leader? I don't know. People <laughs> jar. The jars. You had ordered jars from Amazon, and that week Amazon delivery was supposed. You know, you should get something from Amazon one to two days. So she, she's like, "Mom, I ordered all these cute jars. They're coming in liters. Blah blah blah." I'm like, "Okay, we'll fill them. Great." Right. And all of a sudden, Amazon stopped shipping and delivering, and now the product that she was supposed to receive, the jars, weren't going to get here for something like three weeks. So now we're off trying to go find leader jugs, which we know nothing about in the world. So we bought out every target known to man mm-hmm. because we were trying to keep it within a ratio of dollar. We bought, we went to like 14 different targets trying mm-hmm. to buy these leaders. And then Brianna started getting more research together and realized that we have local companies that provide these things in our area mm-hmm. that we could get for very limited yeah. funds, like half the price. So it kind wow. of explored from being a liter to a half gallon just out of the 
mistake that we didn't even know what we were doing. We bought these gorgeous jars that clinged around in the back of the car as we drove them. And we're like, no, 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 this is not going to work. Yeah. We got to go plastic. We got to go plastic. And so through from there. It's so crazy though, because you, I know the answer to this, but you didn't say like, God, what if we fail? What if nobody buys this? What if we, like you weren't in your your head with any sort of negativity or doubt, right? No, definitely not. I know that our customers definitely want to support us a thousand percent. The day I posted that we were closing our store, they commended us. They were like, we totally respect you guys. We'll be first in line when you're back open. Thank you so much for thinking of the community Mm -hmm. in that way, you know, not being a place of people coming together and, you know, spreading viruses, not a spot where people can get together. So I knew that they were supportive. I knew that they loved the horchata iced coffee. They come in almost every single day and they spend almost $6 on one cup of coffee they've told me they would literally drink it out of a gas can if they had to. <laughs> Those are their exact words. Wait, Those are their but- exact words. That's, uh, one of our customers, Angie, she's like, please just get it to me anyway. Cause I kept telling mm-hmm. them, well, I don't know if we can get supplies and I don't know if we're mm-hmm. going to do these things. And she's I'll literally, literally bring you a gas can and fill it up, please. That's like, so funny. That's so so many people that I know love our product and wanted to support us. Um, so we just kind of went for it. And I think another thing that really led me to wanting or to playing with this idea was that I was like, well, we could use DoorDash. We were partners with DoorDash and I figured, well, people could just order and then the DoorDash can come pick up and it'll go out to them and we don't have to like have people in our store, but DoorDash takes a 30%. And why are we working so hard to pay DoorDash a 30% fee? They're not doing anything to help us as small businesses during this time. And Square is. Square waived all of the marketing fees, all of the like online store fees. Transaction fees, everything. Yeah. That's awesome. So here's the thing. I want to just make sure that the, the audience, the audience captures this. Like you, you, you didn't necessarily have everything you need needed. Nope. Your everyday traffic was zero. Mm hmm. Um, you were faced with the dilemma that the things that you were waiting for never showed up. So most people get stuck right there. They're disoriented. Like, I don't know what to do. Nothing is falling into place. And then they take that as a sign to stop. Yep. Right. And they like, are, I can't see the I can't, whole path I can't or all see the stairs. what to do. Mm-hmm. But it, what you did is you, just, you guys just kept going. You can, okay, let's go to Target. Okay. Target. Go to and then, Target. Go to and then you start Target. to start saying, okay, this is not working. What else can we do? And you start doing research and you start finding out information that says, oh, wow, we're wasting money going to Target. We can actually go this route. Right. And now, like, it's so crazy because now I'm sure you're going to continue to offer what you're offering even when you open up. And this is giving you a brand new revenue stream. Oh, gosh. So I got to tell the people that after you did this and you guys generated $5,000 in two hours, our whole community was like, wait, what the heck? What? And I was like, don't go selling coffee because that doesn't mean everybody wants to buy your coffee at $30 a pop, right? This is working for your area, your demographic, and this is your brand and it works and people want what you have. But so then I asked like, hey, can we hop on a Zoom so that way you can kind of walk us through how you did the Square Store because most people are trying to figure shit out on their own right now, right? And so I hop on with her and 
you guys, we're on a Zoom on the computer together and she says, oh, I just opened my online store, but while I'm you know, doing the Zoom with you, let me walk you through how to set up your store. She was helping me. And I was like, oh my God, your store says that it's at $4,700 already. <laughs> Do you see that? And she's like, I don't know what's going on. Like people are blowing us away. It had only been open like 30 minutes or something ridiculous, right? So it goes from like 47, 45, 4,700. And then like 20 minutes later, it's up to $6,700. And I'm like, Brianna, are you watching this? What in the hell? She messages me later, you guys, and said, Janelle, I don't even know what the hell happened, but we did $9,000 today. Like that is bananas, you guys. Bananas. So the 9,000 was when I went to bed and then I woke up at 12,000. Jesus. And you, wait, I, I like just... called my mom and I'm like, wait, I don't even think this is real. She's like, no, it's not real. <laughs> I was like, you need to call Square. There's a glitch in this. There's something wrong. I need to recount this. Yeah. So is that amazing, though, to know that you went to sleep, the website was working on its own, all you have to do is fulfill the orders. So not to downplay that, because let's talk about that. When you're pivoting and you don't really know what you're doing and you don't have a staff because you guys didn't bring all of your employees back, you closed originally so that you can stop the spread, right? So that right. people could stay home and they could be quarantined and we're not um, adding- I call it your civic duty. Right. So we're doing our civic duties by not opening our business, even though we could be opening. We were talking a second ago about a what in the world. The what in the world that Andrea has, tell them really quick. Oh my gosh. People are, are inboxing me constantly wanting to order celebration cake. And I'm like, what in the world are you doing having a celebration? I don't understand. Our store is closed. I know yep. I need some cute cinnamon rolls, but we are not celebrating people. We yep. are doing no contact. I went on live the first day when we did our deliveries, and I was like, please just wave at us through the window. Please don't open your door. We'll ring your doorbell. Please do not jeopardize my kids' safety. Please just wave at them through the window and say oh thank you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so people started posting things on their door to thank us. For oh. deliveries, you should see the amazing amount. I mean, we get gifts. We've gotten so many gifts that people are leaving on their doorsteps for us, and they're cheering us on from afar. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it just amazes me that a the the love that we all have for each other now, that yes. the support that they're giving us, that they love the product week after week because the sales show for it. Mm -hmm. And we we literally are a family of six, and we are in that bakery three to four days a week all just hustling. We have no staff, absolutely no staff. Yep. Wow. And that's what I wanted everyone to get awesome. is like, don't think they're rolling in the dough. They're working their freaking faces off. How many times have you cried during this pat the past two weeks? <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> You have no idea. Times. Because, you know, the dilemma is, okay, well, that's great. We made $12,000 in sales. Now, how the F do we make all this, right? Because there's six of you. So Andrea and her husband, and then they have four kids. The four kids are home from college. Everyone has a car. And so Brianna's like, listen, guys, like you guys are going to on the weekends help with, with deliveries. So that was 250 deliveries that you guys divided between the six of you last weekend. Oh my goodness. And I texted to see how things were. And she was like, well, one car battery down. Oh, one of the God. cars died. We had a flat tire, several tears. We had some hiccups, right? So don't think that everything's just perfect. It's been challenging, right, you guys? Yeah, but I just want to say, because 
there are people right now that are listening to this and they're going, oh, well, that's that sounds good. It all kind of worked out. No, no, like, lots of shit like didn't work out. When you really want to do something special, there will be some moments of pain. And, and you know, I'll put also I say this: there has to be moments of pain. Yep. Right, because that is what it's cost. That's the cost of success. That's, that's what the it cost means. Of admission. Yeah. Yeah. That's just what it means to do something that normal people just don't do. Yep. And while other people are sitting there stuck and paralyzed because they don't want to go through this pain, they want the pain to end immediately. Um, they just find themselves more frustrated. Yeah, and then you stay stuck. So what have been some of the challenges other than the dead cars and the frustration of the just the six of you doing this? Like, what are some of the learnings that you've learned through some of the pain? I know that I have learned that there are tools out there and apps out there to get you from point A to point B faster. Do not rely on yourself to know the streets in your area because the first <laughs> day was horrible. We have missed some stops. Uh, so we've learned about that. We learned that customers don't read exactly what we tell them to do. So we nope. need to make sure that um, we tell them what we need from them or, you know, set minimums so that um, it's within our scope. And then also, I mean, every week as a family, we just get together when we're all done and we eat lunch, whether it's Chick-fil-A or a burrito. Brianna went and got everybody and everybody's just so thankful that we're done. We, we, we have not been perfect. We have missed stops. We have had to make refunds. We've sold someone's product to somebody else. Somebody else's product went on somebody else's doorstep by accident. We have had a lot of despair. Every week I tell our viewers, we're going to be better this week. I swear we've got a better system this week. We are so on top of it. And then bam, we get one or two. Yeah. But I would say, Brianna, I think what we have learned is that we can overcome so much um, that we are a team, that we are not solo businesses, that we are team members. Her mm -hmm. business and my business was built separate, but it's right now such a team effort. And people love both of our businesses and they want both of our products. So it's just been a really great lesson for our family to see that we already know how to hustle. We know how to hustle as a family. We know how to work. But when we're sitting there wondering what we're all going to do next, we have six great minds that can just get the job done. And that's mm -hmm. kind of what we've done. That's amazing. That's so awesome. I mean, and, and especially during a time right now where they're all together, like what I mean all together is, is people are quarantined together, like knowing that you guys are all working together to figure this out. I know that's not easy, but it's a beautiful thing. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I wasn't going to say um, much other than, yeah, we've definitely learned a lot about each other, even more so as adults, um, back at home living together. Um, it's, it's, it's been very challenging in that sense as well. And then having to wake up and get, get our shit together, you know, <laughs> make it work regardless. We don't have a choice. We have to make it work because if we don't make it work, then there's going to be no food. There's going to be no money. There's going to be no family business. So we have to just make it work. There's no choices. I love that. And yeah. would you agree, especially you, Brianna, because you're so young, would you agree that this challenge, like when your back's against the wall out of necessity, like you're growing wings right now as you're going through this, would you agree? Yeah, definitely. I've stayed up till three, four in the morning researching all of my dreams, what I can make happen, what I could sell, what I could put together. Um, it's my passion to make things taste good. I love teas. I love coffee. I love food. I love all the things. And it happens that coffee is my platform right now. 
Um, but I can use my passion to make what, whatever I want happen. Um, I could literally freaking put like, I, I want to do my tea sets or I want to do, um, like for mother's day, we want to do something really nice, a, a nice collab and all of these things. I'm like researching recipes, researching how to be vegan and cater to vegan people, how to, you know, be keto and kind of what I can offer to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is where my passion is. And I can be up all night long researching that kind of stuff. That way I'm ready and in the game when the time comes. That's good. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> and I will just but tell the, you but, though, can I just, yeah. I have to say, I would say four or five months ago, you did not have this type of confidence. Am I right? Yeah, no, I didn't know what I was doing. Um, I just wanted to make some coffee. I just wanted to like be a part of a family business. I wanted to just, I just wanted something new to do. I wanted to be, have my own business and not work for a company. I quit my job of seven years, um, which I did love it, but it wasn't fulfilling me. It didn't make me like excited to go every single day. I was missing something, quit my job last July, uh, started working on the business in August and opened in October. And it has changed more than I could have ever imagined. Like this time last year, I would have never imagined even having Bruja um, or having this business at all or doing what we're doing. Um, so it's kind of mind boggling. It's like, oh, what did you say? What a what the F moment? What in yeah. the world? <laughs> what in the world? I like what in the F too. The, yeah. And and I, I think it's just uh, when, I, when I was hearing it, just listening to the story, I'm like, one, you, you didn't stop moving, which I think is, is fantastic. But so often and we've been there, you romanticize about your business. Like it's like, oh, you're married to it from a standpoint, like the products that you sell, but you're even saying to yourself, like, I'm willing to pivot even further if I need to. I'm willing to get into tea. I'm willing to get into other things that I think keeps you very flexible, but also keeps you nimble when things like this happen. I think there are people right now that are either married to their jobs, married to their careers, married to their business and the products that they sell, and it's prohibiting them to actually make the pivot or make the adjustment or have the innovation that will take their business or their lives to another level because of the fact that it has to be this thing that I do in order for me to get out of this. Otherwise, there's just no other answers. Yeah, because we talked about this, Brianna, when I said, isn't it so funny that COVID, as unfortunate as it is, has sped up your growth by like at least two years? It would have taken you two years to decide that you needed to sell coffee by the liter or the half gallon, right? Right. I definitely wouldn't have looked into the half gallon jugs that I found from a local supplier that's literally a around the corner from our store. I, you know, I, I mean, I thought about one day I would love to have it bottled and put into whole foods or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't think that that could actually be a reality. And the more time that I have to focus on that, the more that I'm finding out that it's possible to do those things. It's possible to have my products packaged. It's possible to create a subscription box. It's possible to fulfill all of the things that I want to do. Um, what a blessing that during this time, because before that I was just working my face off, like Mm -hmm. hustling 12 hour, 14 hour days, employee issues, not knowing what I'm doing. I didn't have a long history of coffee training or coffee, anything before this. I was figuring it out day by day. And, um, now I'm working half the amount of time in 
succeeding at it. And it's, it's awesome. It's really I'm great so to inspired. watch you, Janelle. It's really great to watch to see one of your children that, you know, you've spent, you know, year after year guiding and, and mentoring and, and hopefully they watch what you've done, but just seeing the excitement that maybe I had when I first started my business and the growth and the potential that I had back in those days where now I'm kind of slowing down a little bit more, a little bit more in, in the comfort zone where Brianna's new and fresh and watching those ideas come out of your children is like so amazing, mm. so rewarding. Yeah. It just makes you feel like, wow, this is what they talk about when your ch- you know, when your ch- children yeah. become your best friends. It's mm. like that pivot moment where you get to just watch them soar and take sort of what you started and take it to a whole nother level. Yeah. And you guys are working as a really great team right now. And I know that you have also come out of this more resilient. You've come out of this more inspired. And I say come out of this. We're still in the thick of this, right? This could go for months and months more. But I hope you guys caught like Andrea said, you know, I don't I don't need to retire anymore. She's like fired up and ready to go now. So talk to us a little bit about how this might have rejuvenated some inspiration inside of you. Well, you know, it's funny because I can see Brianna's business so clear as to what she needs to do to help her not work those 14-hour days and still be really successful. So it's very clear for her business what I already see succeeding. For me, for my business, it's a little more different for me. I'm looking at my business saying, okay, well, I need to jump on this as well, and I need to find those sweet spots in my business to where I can grow so I don't have to continue to work those 14-hour days. And I I haven't had quite the clarity that, that I see for Brianna yet, but I am literally praying on it every day of just waiting for my moment to happen because I know it's going to come for me too, mm-hmm. and I just need to be open and ready for it and get off that roller coaster ride and stop worrying about the week after week of what's going to happen next and really just start focusing on what do I want for my business? Mm. What's the next level? I was talking to my husband this morning about that and saying to him, I really don't want to go back there and do things the same way. So Amen. I need to do things different. And I'm excited about that. I'm waking up excited about that. And I'm in the bakery thinking, okay, well, I can put these birthday boxes together. I can put packages together. I can do things on smaller scales. I don't need 15 staff members. I don't need to generate that type of income anymore. I need to just really figure out what's the sweet spot for my business. So I'm excited for that. And Brianna has brought that inspiration to me and made me look at my business just completely different. I love that. I love that, you guys. And I just want to thank you. You've inspired me. Both of you have because weeks prior to this, I was selling my business and I was retiring. And now I swear I haven't slept since this whole thing started, (laughs) not because I'm stressed out about COVID, but because I have way too many ideas and I'm inspired to go to the bakery by myself. And, you know, whoever wants to come and volunteer, like, that's great, but this is what we're doing. And We've tried different things for the last two weeks and we've had super success in the last two weeks. And so I'm right there with you. I don't want to go back to the way that it was. Maybe you don't need all those employees. Maybe you don't need to open up retail. Maybe you can be closed a couple more days a week. Maybe you can do more deliveries. Like there's going to be so much amazing innovation that comes from this time. 
And I think it's not just going to be small businesses like ours. I think it's going to be large businesses like, you know, companies like Apple or even some of the gyms. Like you're going to realize, okay, well, we better figure out a way to be a little more flexible. Maybe some of our employees can have babies and be on maternity leave for longer and work remotely from home because you all got us working remotely right now, right? So there's going to be so many great things that come out of this. But you guys, I hope this episode was inspiring for you, whether you're a business owner or not. Um, you know, this is hopefully to give you that extra nudge to just say you don't have to see the entire staircase. You don't have yeah. to have all the answers. Find something that you think will inspire you. Find something you think that you can contribute to. Find a way to serve, be of service with a gift or a talent or a skill or something. And then I love about you guys, like figure out a way to leverage the resources you have, meaning your family, the people that are closest to you because you said six minds work better than one, right? Yeah. And, and that's I think it's, so great. It's about finding the gaps. It's finding those openings of opportunity that you can step into and not being so rigid around, it has to be this way. I'm going to get out of co- this coronavirus quarantine this way. It may not be that way. Right? It may be whatever way opens up. It's like that the obstacle is the way, which we t- talked about before with our students. And we talked about the fact that a lot of times the impediment to action advances action. That's exactly what happened. The impediment was, hey, we don't have the things that we need. Okay, now we got to go do this. And and I think what we what people get caught up in is, is that they see only the obstacles. They don't see the opportunities. And the key is to see the opportunities. There are opportunities out there right now. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. Don't be guilty of saying, hey, here's an opportunity here that of service that I can provide for many people who need it right now Mm -hmm. and go and do it. Yep. So thank you ladies so much for being on the show today. Tell us where we can find you. So let's start with you, Andrea from uh, cake by gala bakery. Tell people where they can find you to see all about your company. Uh, So we're cake underscore by gala bakery on Instagram and Facebook and gala uh, cakes at galabakery.com if you want to email us for anything that you may need not a celebration cake though right now not right now and brianna uh we're at bruja coffee that's spelled b-r-e-w-j-a coffee um that's on instagram and then we're also brujacoffee.com so go ahead and check us out on there donate purchase follow whatever you feel like doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great to or be on. I know. Get some coffee. I want a Norchata latte. I'm telling you right <laughs> now. Good, you got a lavender one this weekend. Ugh. The lavender one. Oh, the matcha horchata. Wow. That was phenomenal. <laughs> I kept drinking everything because I was back at the bakery just giving away at all the coffee that was left. Oh my gosh. Oh my, that's that's what you guys are drinking all that coffee. That's how you're able to do 250 deliveries. Right. Everybody's all, we wired, all up. wired up. We're like, oh, <laughs> coffee. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I would love to figure out how to ship some down to you without it, you know, getting funky on the way. Yeah, I know. We'll have to do that. They had to dehydrate it to powder and oh, then like, just add water. That wouldn't be a bad idea. <laughs> wow, that's a new idea, Eddie. Do not give her more, please. <laughs> yes. I know. 
Well, have a great one, you guys. Thank you so much. And I hope you guys go follow um, what they're doing. They're doing some amazing things. If you're inspired by this, please take two seconds to leave a review and just, you know, thank these ladies for what they're doing. If you are inspired to get your ass in gear and move, uh, let us know in a review. We hope that this was insightful for you and we hope that you're inspired. Have a great one, you guys, and we'll talk to you in the next episode. Push through. Thank you for listening to the Push Podcast. Hey, we want to hear from you. So if you have a question or there's a particular topic that you want us to tackle and you want us to help you push through, you got to do something for us. You got to go to Apple Podcasts and you got to leave a rating and a review. And in that review, go ahead and leave that question with your Instagram handle so that we can shout you out when we actually answer the question. And we'll talk about that on the podcast and make sure that, hey, this particular podcast is made for you. So leave a rating, leave a review. You leave your handle and until next time push through